Elisa, I have no desire to teach a fitness class. Why should I come through instructor training? <laughs> I have heard that question asked many, many times through the years, and I am going to address that question thoroughly. You are invited to come to a webinar that we have titled, I'm never going to teach a fitness class. How is Revelation Wallace instructor training for your everyday life? Let's talk about this. It needs to be talked. Honestly, a lot of it is about we've got to deconstruct, pull back the layers of what we've known as diet culture. We need a bigger story for our body. So we're going to come and I'm going to show you how instructor training is beneficial to all areas of your life and not just talk about it. We're going to give you evidence of how other people have put this training into practice. So swipe up on the show notes and get yourself registered for this free webinar webinar on June 30th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay? Don't forget, you got to register. It's totally free. And if you miss it, we'll send you the replay. But I sure hope you'll come live because I like getting to connect with you. And we will also have a giveaway going at the same time. So if you have the time, come. I want to see you there. All right. Today, friends, family, community of Revelation Wellness, we are bringing you John Eldridge. This interview has stuck with me. He's just a grounding force of wholeness and health as a therapist through the years and the founder of so many wonderful ministries, one of them being Wild at Heart. Uh, this is a, a forerunner. He's, John has been writing books and talking about a message that we've been talking about for the last 10 years. He is a predecessor. There is one prayer that John talks about of how he puts this prayer into practice throughout his day to establish some rhythms of living our faith, of embodying our faith. And one prayer, and I'm going to give it to you right now. If you listen no more than this, get this. John says often throughout his day, when he wakes first thing in the morning and then throughout his day, he says this prayer. Jesus, I give you everything and everyone. Come on. That's a prayer. All right, guys, listen up and learn. You can learn more about John in the show notes. He's always got new things coming out, and we are excited to get to share him with you today. Thank you, partners, for making this ministry happen, for fueling the engine of Revelation Wellness, where we use all things fitness and wellness as a tool to spread the gospel around the world. We love you. Peace. All right, Revelation Wellness community, here we are with a guy on the podcast, and not just any guy. We are so excited today that we get to spend some time with John Eldridge. John, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Elisa. I'm looking forward to chatting with you. And for those of you who have been under a rock for the last 20 years or however long it's been, I want to get a little backstory on you because I don't want to assume everyone knows who John Eldridge is, but he is the founder of Wild at Heart Ministries and author of how many books now? Uh, maybe 15. I'm not quite sure. 15. Just just losing track of, of, of how many. So amazing. Oh my gosh. And his latest book, is called Resilient. And I love the subtitle, Restoring Your Weary Soul in These Turbulent Times. We can all agree that we need a little more of that right now. Amen. So John, 
why this book? Tell us the 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 call to action for you. Why why did you feel it was time to write this book? Yeah, so um, I've been a therapist, uh, Christian therapist, for about thirty years, mm-hmm. and I began to notice a trend in my clients. I began to notice a trend mm-hmm. in my team, but also just in my own soul mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. we haven't, we haven't really come out of the last two years. Wow. Yeah. We, we've rallied and, and way to go, everybody <laughs> you rallied. Yes. Uh, but, but that's different than whole wholeness and wellness mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and really kind of feeling resilient again mm-hmm. in, in ways that we want to. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to offer help. I wanted to offer some guidance out of the mm-hmm. crazy and, and into mm-hmm. some wholeness. Did the book kind of flow easy for you because we were in real time stress or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. All I needed to do was look at my own soul. Oh, wow. (laughs) That'll preach. Amen. So you, I'm sure I I have, I have the highlights of the book because I don't have actually one in my hand yet, but I imagine you write raw and real from the heart as someone with Wilded Heart Ministries would do. You have this quote in the press kit that I got. I'm like, I just want to read this. You say, this is the secret of all recovery and resilience that Jesus Christ himself comes to dwell within our created nature, deep down in the center of our being. And it is down in the depths that we must learn to tap into him for strength and prevails, for strength that prevails. What does it mean, John, to tap into Jesus? Oh, my goodness. Um, this is going to be a really good show. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> I've, I'm honestly, I'm like, we're, we're yes, yeah. swimming in the same stream. Let's go. Yeah. <clears throat> well, let's, let's just back up and help everybody know, like, your humanity matters. Mm. It, your, your personhood, who you are, the totality of your being matters. Mm-hmm. Jesus Amen. became incarnate. Yeah, he, he took on humanity in order to restore humanity. There it is. Yeah, not to get rid of it, not to move us on to some other kind of weird, like ethereal state of spiritual being. So your personhood, who you mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. as a woman, as a man, mm-hmm. who you are, young and old, all of it, your story, your life matters. Mm-hmm. And and God's commitment to us is the restoration of our being. It, yeah. it, it is, it is yeah. so much more than forgiveness. Now, yeah. forgiveness is phenomenal. Yeah. And I, I, I'm so grateful for it. We all need grace. We all need love. But, but forgiveness is a doorway into a life where through union with Jesus, yeah. our, our humanity is being restored. Mm. Right? And mm-hmm. I think that can really throw people because mm-hmm. they go, well, I, you know, I gave, I, I gave my faith to God. I, I believe mm-hmm. I, I try mm-hmm. and, and be a good person, but I, mm-hmm. I don't see the transformation taking place. Right. Right. And yes. I, yeah. Yes. I think we've missed some of the process that's involved. Yeah. And, and the process to, to we can kind of unpack this, but the summary statement would be, that more of you belongs to more of God. Oof. I'm going to be taking notes. So I'm, I'm in a master <laughs> class right now. So let me just take notes. Keep going. Yeah. 
Okay. More of you belongs to more of God. Yeah. So resilience, there's a lot of different models of resilience in the world. You can go on those wilderness programs mm-hmm. and, you know, that kind of thing. And you could do the mindfulness thing and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference, the difference with what Jesus is offering when he talks about vine and branch is he says, I want to impart resilience mm. to you. I want to mm. share my life with you. I want, mm. I want all that nourishes and strengthens me to nourish and strengthen you through wow. our connection. Yeah. And so what we learn to do is we learn to put ourselves into positions yeah. that, that enable that life and love and resilience that flows from God to flow into us. Yeah. That's that's what we learn to do. And beauty does that, stillness does that. You I was going to say the positions go more yeah. into what are the positions? Yeah, well, I mean so like your listeners would be very tuned into the body, okay? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, um it's the famous book The Body Keeps the Score, the score. Mm-hmm. reminds us like mm. your trauma is stored in your body now. Say it again, Sam. Yeah. And and so learning to tune in to how we are doing learning yes. to become aware of, how, of what our body is telling us about our soul yes right like yes. like just like right yes. now folks just this will be a quick little test just pay Let's attention pay attention to your breathing right now everyone are you taking short little shallow breaths I'm so excited to talk to you right now that my breath is shallow. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Lisa, breathe. Uh, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, um, so there are practices mm. that we can adopt into our life that allow us to receive more of the presence of God. Mm. He's like oxygen. He's all around. Yes. You know, and, and yeah. he's keeping you alive, whether you don't see oxygen yeah, but you don't feel it, but it keeps yeah. you alive. That's good. It's like the presence of God. He's there, mm-hmm. but but we do need to become a little bit more intentional about breathing Him in, yeah. taking taking Him in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, what I found myself, I realized that. Let me talk a little bit about reserves because okay. when you navigate difficult periods in your life and and you know this could be the health of your parents and finding care for them this could be mm-hmm. you know the educational challenges of your kids mm-hmm. or it's stuff like global pandemics mm-hmm. you know wars in Europe mm-hmm. you, you know it, when we navigate difficult times we tap into our reserves mm-hmm. in order mm-hmm. to rally Okay. Mm-hmm. But at some point in your life, you have to replenish those reserves. Wow. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And everybody yes. is pretty tapped out right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see it in their behavior. You see it in traffic. Yes. Oh my gosh. The, yes. Just the easy irritation of people in traffic. You see it on social media. People, people are offended so quickly. Oh my gosh, yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So the simple thing about reserves is there have to be moments in your life, moments in your week, mm-hmm. where more is coming in than mm-hmm. is going out. Mm-hmm. Is it? The mm-hmm. math is really simple, folks. <laughs> like if, if you are going to replenish your reserves, yeah. you, you have to intentionally 
create moments yep. in your week and in your month. And, you know, with summer coming up, summer is a really good time, oh, you know, gosh, that, yeah. that you back off, you throttle yeah. back yeah, so that more is coming in that nourishes you than you are currently having to pour out, you know, to yeah. hold up your world, right? Yeah. That's how you replenish reserves. And why do we not do it? Why we know it? We I think people know I'm running on low. I'm I'm not doing too well. But the res, the resistance <laughs> is tr- like real. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Part of it has to do with human nature, and part of it has to do with the world. So the world is in massive denial right now. <laughs> <clears throat> the massive denial about well about the cost of the last two years there on it is, human yeah. soul right yeah. yeah everybody is saying look we're done like i don't have to yeah. wear a mask anymore my right. kids are back at school so right. we're good right we get to right. go to movies i can go out to dinner right we're all, we're all fine and and i want to go whoa 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 hang on like yes mm-hmm. i am mm-hmm. so glad i get to go out to dinner mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that that does not tend to the cost of the last couple of years on our souls. So yeah. part, part of why don't we do this? Well, because everyone's pretending everything's fine now. Right. We're just pretending, right? And, yeah. yeah. And, and then part of it's human nature. Yeah. <laughs> and we believe the lie. Don't you think that it's too costly? That it will, I have to, if I pull back, how will I make that yes. engine turn or whatever yes. it is? It would be way too costly instead of, Jesus says that we lose our life. We have to lay things down and you gain more. We just don't trust the equation sometimes that I need more coming in than going out. Let's, let's be honest. We don't trust God. Amen. I'm sorry. Thanks. Let's all just confession and repentance. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. We don't. The level of striving that is in your life right now, is just a reflection on how little you trust God. Okay. And there, and there doesn't need to be shame around that, but let's right. just be honest. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Right. And that's the definition of mindfulness, which we do a lot around here. And we'll repeat it again. It's just to be in the present moment without judging it. Yeah. We're so quick to judge that we don't want to, yeah. we, we, if we have to feel it, then I've got to think I am it. No, you just get to yes. notice it. And now what's the invitation Yeah. for more? Yeah. Man. And by the way, that's a, this is a fascinating thing. So there's uh, research in psychology that says that simply naming things mm. reduces the psychological impact. Mm. So mm. when you walk, you know, you walk out of a meeting and you go, whoa, that was really hostile. Mm. It actually reduces the emotional effect of wow. that meeting. Okay. Yeah. So it, it is important to be aware and name your experience. And so we can all go, wow, the last two years, that was global trauma. Yeah. It was traumatizing. Yeah. So can we just name that and just say, wow, that was really rough. And and, and then you name your personal experience. You say, I felt a lot of fear. Yeah. Or or I felt, you know, I angry, angry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really helpful to do that gang. Yeah. Name what it is like. This this is the basic work of good therapy. Someone's going to walk you through your trauma. Tell me what it was like, right? Well, I felt really isolated. 
I, I, I felt mad. I, mm-hmm. I, felt an, I felt an incredible need to go to mm-hmm. these self-comforting behaviors. I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. I wanted to drink. Mm-hmm. I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, you go, that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Just name that mm-hmm. because we all just went through global trauma. Mm-hmm. And, and if we can do some soul care now, yeah, we can recover resilience. But you can't get there if you're pretending everything's fine. Right, right. Yeah. How do you feel about the rise of the need for counselors? I've read so many articles. I read one in the New York Times that just saying like the therapists are overwhelmed. They can't see all the patients. Um, Let's talk about that. What is someone to do if they're not finding places to talk and name things? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, first off, that's a really important indicator of our hour, everybody. Yeah, right. I I do not know a single therapist friend who has an opening in the next six months. What? And I'm referring people and, and, and they're going, Hey, thanks for so-and-so's number. They can't see me till, yes. you know, yeah. Yes. Um, so again, and here's why here, here's why is that, um, hard times. And, and I'm going to use the word trauma do not condition you for more hard times. They actually wow. sensitize you for it. Oh, gosh. And so um, going through stress, loss, anxiety, you know, uncertainty sensitizes you to it. Wow. And, and, it, 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 and the reason everybody's filling up these counseling offices is that the last two years are now demanding attention. I'm really glad for that. It's like, yeah, let's pay attention. Yeah. Okay. So you can't get into a therapist. What do you do? Um, I want to, I want to talk about Jesus. Yeah. Because the bottom line is, this is really good news, gang. The soul is healed through union with God. That's how it's healed. And so the more that we can bring our souls into union with Jesus, he can care for your soul. Jesus, Jesus has done beautiful things in yeah. my life over the years without the presence of a, of a therapist. Now, he's yeah. done really wonderful things with the presence of a therapist. Sure. Okay, so I'm all for it. I just yeah. did a, I did a one-week trauma thing last year for my own soul. Okay, yeah. but Jesus is able to care for your soul as you do things to come into union with him. So let mm. me recommend a few things right now. Mm. Um, let's talk about the power of benevolent detachment. Okay. I'm going to tell a funny story. Please. So I would come to Christ over the the last you know couple of years with, in prayer, and you know my kids, my taxes, <laughs> you know my dog, my you mm-hmm. know just all the stuff you pray about, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh Jesus, what do I do with my mom? You know, she's getting she's 91 and mm-hmm. uh, all that. Mm-hmm. And and here's what he would say: He would say, John, give everyone and everything to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's really good. Okay, thanks. What we were talking about was my 91-year-old mom. Literally, it went like this. And he would say, John, give everyone and everything to me. And he was teaching me the practice of benevolent detachment. And, And benevolent, because it's not cynicism, it's not anger, I'm not checking out. But in love, I need to release everything. Every, yeah. every day. Yes. You need to release everything every day. 
and it why well you know one it'll get you into a much better place physically and emotionally mm -hmm. but also because it opens up your soul to union with god yeah and so as we learn benevolent detachment and i every night at least you you know right at bedtime lord i give you the day yeah i give you that meeting i give you that email i shouldn't have sent ah, i yeah. just regret you know release yeah. it release yeah. it release yeah. it yeah okay and then what that allows is it allows your soul to come into the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to receive his love and receive mm -hmm. his care because your hands aren't clenched anymore. Right. You know, you're, yeah, you're not all tied up. You just I yeah. release everyone and everything to you. And then you mm -hmm. ask Jesus to heal your union with him. Wow. Heal our union. Lord, wow. because life erodes your union with god the yes. news the news does it okay so there's another thing let me you want a tip for resilience yes get off the news wow get off the news are you kidding me come like, on the human soul was never meant to know the trauma of the world absolutely you too much, and too much information we're way constantly Right. Way too, way too much. There was a there was a fascinating study done by a British anthropologist, Robin Dunbar, and now he's got this thing called Dunbar's Number. He looked at the size of the human brain, and he looked at the size of villages down through the centuries, and he said human beings are made to live in a community of about 150 people. <laughs> okay, well, you live in a community of billions mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the news shows up on your phone every day. Yeah, and, and here's the heartache in the Sudan, and yeah. here's the absolutely devastating wow. thing with the rainforest. And wow. here, okay, you folks, three minutes of news. Get in, get the basics, get out. Like you don't need to know what the prime minister of it's India weird. did today. It is weird. Why do we want to know these? I mean, wait, why do we want? Now I'm like, why is it that knowledge is control or? Yeah. It's you weird. named it. No, no, no. You just named it. That's okay. it. Yeah. There were two trees in the garden. There was the tree of life and there was mm, the tree of the knowledge, knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. And we are still pursuing knowledge oh, right. as control. Knowledge makes us feel in control. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. But the, okay, here's another study. So after 9-11, when the Twin Towers went down, um, this is really mind blowing. They discovered later that people who watch the event on television experience the same level of PTSD as people who were there in New York. Mm -hmm. And this has to do partly with the brain's inability right. to, to distinguish images. The difference and, between watching something and actually yes. living something out. Yeah, 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 there you go. Okay. Yeah. So folks, if you know this, why are you subjecting yourself to global heartache yeah. every day? Yeah. So get in, get the basics and get out. And then release everything. Everything. And everyone. Everyone. To Jesus. To Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. And then you, this was all around the question of what do we do if you can't get into a therapist? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to give a shout out to an app that isn't ours. It was developed by some folks out of England, Lectio 365. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's free. It's super yeah. helpful. Yeah. It, it's morning and evening. Yep. yep. But simply the pace of it mm. is very, very kind. The music, mm. 
Mm. They'll read a verse and then there's just a pause. There's just quiet. And then they'll say a prayer and then there's a pause. Mm. And it's just quiet. Okay. Things like that heal your soul. Mm. Like it works. Yeah. And it it restores your union with Jesus. So good. Okay. You talk in your book about not being able to heal trauma without grieving it. Let's talk about the grieving it. Yeah. And this gang, this is so helpful. These two practices. Um, the, The reason that we go on vacation is because on vacation, we typically experience benevolent detachment. Mm-hmm. I'm out of my world. I'm mm-hmm. not checking my email right mm-hmm. now. You know, it get, you get a little bit of margin. You get mm-hmm. some emotional breathing room. Mm-hmm. Well, I can buy you psychological margin right now. Okay. Okay. The yep. first is I give everyone and everything <laughs> to you. To God. you. <laughs> okay. That will buy you. You don't have to go on vacation. It doesn't cost you anything. It will get you margin. But the other thing is to grieve your griefs. Because while you are carrying ungrieved grief in your soul, it's taking up emotional margin. It's exhausting, actually. It's really really exhausting. And and so this was a fascinating moment just the other night with Stacy and I. So we are now empty nesters. Mm-hmm. And we have three sons. They've gone off to marry wonderful women. They're building their families. But things have changed. Okay. And there is loss. There yeah. is grief, oh. right? You know, there was no family Easter this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And to name that to one another, Stacy was really sad. And I said, honey, tell me why. Name your grief. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. she said, I'm really sad that the years that we were together are mostly gone now. You're making me cry. Right? And, and I go, babe, that's real. You are naming a real loss. And in or, as you grieve that, your soul comes up for air because you've been holding it. Yeah. It's been in there. Yeah. But you have to name it. And, and, and honor it and, and grieve it and say, I grieve this. I'm about to be an empty nester. So oh. <laughs> you just laid down that oh. that's coming. And I know I've got to yeah. make room for that, that, that space, but yeah, that the years that we are together are more behind us than present or yep. future coming. Yep. Yeah. And to name that as loss Mm-hmm. instead of just pretending and going on. And this is what people do. It's very, very brutal. We just pretend and go on. Yeah. Everything's fine, right? Yeah. yeah. We, did it, we did it with the pandemic. We just yeah. pretending. Hey, we're all, we're all back. Life's good now. And you go, no, that was very, very hard. And you have to imagine that's why we see this state of where people are in right now with violent crimes. I saw an article, violent crimes are up after the Brooklyn shooting, like a crazy amount of just the pain that is potentially all these things, grief that was never processed because often people have to make it through and survive. And it just, we swing from one violent branch of destruction for ourselves or another to another. Mm And Mm -hmm. It is so kind to say that we can bring, come to Christ and give him everyone and everything and naming it. That's the two things I'm learning right now in your presence. This is so 
It's so good. Yes. Because what we're after, what these things do is they heal your union with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And as your union mm -hmm. with Jesus mm -hmm. is healed, mm -hmm. then he can impart yeah. strength to you. Yeah. He can impart. Th this is Ephesians 3. I, I'm going to pull out my little Bible app here Please real quick. Please do. This is, Let's this do is, it. This is killer, folks. This is so, so helpful. Yes. So Paul prays this beautiful prayer in Ephesians chapter 3. Um, and he, he says, I kneel before the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth, that out of his glorious riches, he would strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. This is what I'm describing, that, mm. that God wants to and is able to impart resilience to you mm. as you come into union with him, as you practice union. And things like naming your griefs, grieving your griefs, allows your soul to come back to God. So good. Don't you think I, I hear that? I'm like, this is why we make things about so many other things, which I'm always saying to our community. And they know, as I'm saying, it's, it's not about the fitness, not about the food and the diet and the exercise and the body. And if I get this right, whatever it is, we've, we're just scattered about trying to find those solutions. When it, if we, if we just heal the union with Jesus, yeah. all the other things will yeah. literally fall off. And the resilience is there to face the things that we know yeah. are, are coming or that we face. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, we're going to do a little exercise. So press your yeah. hands together like a, like a classic prayer pose, right? Okay. Your, your palms are pressed together. Your fingers are touching, right? Yes. Okay. Now intertwine your fingers. Like let your fingers come in and become intertwined. Okay. That's union. Mm. That's union. Palm to palm is closeness that's intimacy oh my gosh intertwined is union john i'm stealing this from you this is going on the road this <laughs> i'll give you credit is what god wants with your soul yeah your soul is designed to function intertwined with the being of god yeah there's no other way life works I'm looking at my hands intertwined too. When you look at it intertwined, like I can't tell which finger's which. Uh-huh. Isn't that fun? It's hard. I'm like, wait, I think this is that finger, but it yes. kind of it, it disappears into this clump yeah. of one. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Next question in my master class. Tell me about supernatural resilience and how that's different from this health help that we see like in the wellness world. Yes. In all the yes. places. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> human beings can accomplish remarkable things, right? We can't mm -hmm. like people rally to amazing things to car mm -hmm. accidents or, you know, being lost in the wilderness mm -hmm. or the loss of a child. Um, but there is a limit to what you can produce on yourself. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, this isn't about being tough. Mm -hmm. This is about receiving mm -hmm. the presence of God. That is a supernatural resilience. And it's an unending resource, gang. You can mm -hmm. never run out of it. Because the thing you have to understand, we're all really embarrassed about this. So let's just name it. The human soul is porous. We leak. <laughs> 
you 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 experience the love of God one day, and, and, and the next day it's gone. Right? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. You experience comfort or confidence one day, and three hours later it's gone. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's just human nature. Okay, because you're a branch, you're not a vine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you need a vine. You need a source of unending supernatural grace. So in John 7, Jesus says, if you come to me, rivers of living, living water, water will flow from your inmost being. Yes, sir. That's not something you produce. Yeah. That's not something that, that you buck up or suck up or rally to. That is yeah. something you receive. Okay, so you are meant to receive supernatural resilience from so God. So beautiful. Love, mm. provision, life, mm. strength. Mm. You're meant for that. And mm. you're porous. So mm. you're going to need it every day. All the time. You're going to leak and, and it's going to be gone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's why it's so important that Jesus says, stay in me, remain in me. So I'm going to give another, this is very mm -hmm. practical things. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? That's what I was going to ask you. I want to know John Eldridge's practices for remaining saturated and yes. not porous. Okay. Well, let me, I'll give one very simple one right now. Okay. Um, you love God for just like two minutes. I love that. Just take two minutes and just say, Jesus, I love you. I love you. Yeah. I love you. True. I love people don't do this. So it's, true. It's very simple. Two minutes. You're driving in your car. Turn off, you know, whatever you're listening to, and just go, Jesus, I love you. I love you. Thank you for the sunlight. I love mm. the sunlight. Mm. Thank you for this day. I love you, Lord. Thank you for mm. your goodness. I love just love God. Yeah. Why? Because the soul in a traumatizing world, the soul clenches up. It closes in like a flower at night. You know how yeah. flowers will do that when yeah. it gets cold, they'll, they'll curl in. But then when the sun comes back out, they open up. Yeah. As you love God, like intentionally, purposely, I am yeah. choosing right now to love God. Your soul opens up to him. Yeah. And it allows him to come to you. Yeah. It's a very simple practice. So simple. And it's true. Just in you doing those words, I'm my soul is stirred to right? deep calling to deep. Yes. Yes, exactly. Mm. So every day you okay. just love God. Yeah. Love God. Do you rhythms of your day? Do you yes. carve yes. in time? Or yes. what what is yeah, yes. how do you yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I will tell you the rhythms of my day, but I'll I'd tell love, you the why it. first. Okay. Here's the mistake we all make. How do I fit God into a busy life? <laughs> okay. That's the fundamental mistake. Mm. Because the question is, I need to start with God and see what Build. else fits. Yeah, put the life around God. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Right. And so people are going, you know, just tell me, how do I squeeze a little bit of this into my life? And I'm going to say, sweetheart, mm. it's probably not going to go well. Mm -hmm. Right. You have mm -hmm. to get rid of the crazy. You, mm -hmm. you, and so there is a rhythm of life. There is a way of life. 
Mm-hmm. And this is this has been known to the saints all down through the ages. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let me I'll walk you through an example. Yes. So in the morning, when my eyes open, the first thing I say is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus. And I just start repeating just Jesus. Wow. Jesus. Jesus. Why? Well, because it's doing all kinds of things. It's like part of it, honestly, part of it's like, oh no, Lord, here comes the here comes the day. Here comes Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, yeah. Jesus. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. part of it is this. Part of it is Jesus within me. This is what I'm praying. Jesus in me live this day. Yeah. Jesus in me live this day. Okay. And then when I get up. I do not look at my phone. Yeah. I do not look Mm -hmm. at email Mm -hmm. until Mm -hmm. I have had a cup of tea Mm -hmm. and said my prayers. Mm. Okay. Because that way you're not getting sucked into the matrix first thing. Yep. Okay. So your phone, my phone's not in my bedroom. Yep. And and I don't pick it up Mm -hmm. until I have first given my attention to Mm -hmm. God. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll use different things for that. Okay. But but that's the rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's only after I have given God my attention mm-hmm. and received him and, and mm-hmm. our union together that I even begin to look at email and the news mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Now, when I look at the news, I only do it for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's it. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I let it go because mm-hmm. I, I don't need to know everything. Knowledge mm-hmm. is really actually not going to rescue me. Amen. Okay. Amen. All right. So a couple more examples. So at 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock every day, bells go off in our offices, monastery bells. Are you I, in a monastery? Wait, no, why? No, but we're creating one. Wow. Okay. And it tells the entire staff, everybody pauses what they're doing. <sighs> And we give everyone and everything, everything to Jesus. To Jesus. <laughs> okay, twice a day. I'm I, coming to work for John right? Average. <laughs> yes, I give everyone and everything to you, God. Mm-hmm. I give mm-hmm. everyone. It's just a, it's a because by ten o'clock I'm already spun up. That's uh, right, and you're you're porous. You've yes. leaked out. I've already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so ten and two. Um, so a couple other things in the rhythm of my day. Um, I don't just go from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. Yes, sir. I, I, I allow myself little moments Margins. of transition. Yes. We've lost transition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so if I've had, you know, at the end of this interview, I'm not just going to go into the next interview. I will go outside. Yes. And just look at the, look at the world. Yes. Just, I do that too. Yeah. And there's a tree. There's the sunlight or the rain or whatever, yes. right? Yeah, yes. there's the evening. So transitions yes. to, to my day. And then always beauty, always yes. nature. Always yes. beauty, always nature. Your yes. soul needs beauty yes. every day. Yes. So last night I was sitting in the living room. Stace was actually out teaching at a study. Um, and I just put on beautiful music. Yeah. Just instrumental, like new movie yeah. scores. And yeah. I just I just listened to uh-huh. beautiful music because yeah. beauty helps to heal trauma. Wow. Helps to mm-hmm. heal the soul. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of the day, I give everyone and everything, everything. to you, God. 
and and this is fascinating. I, I um, they did some very interesting studies on the brain structure of nuns okay. who pray every morning and every evening. How do you start your day? How do you end your day? Yeah, it rewires your brain. Yes, and, and so I start my day with God. Yeah, and, and I end my day with God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so not TV, not computers. I'm not looking at blue screens right before I go to bed. You know, technology gets turned off. Yeah. And and I end my day with prayer, with some worship in the house and with releasing everyone. And it's very, very helpful. Man. I, uh, you, that you mentioned the nuns. I remember reading at some point about a study. I want to say her name was like Sister Bernadette or something that she died at like 90 years old, in her 90s, lived a long life, well life, healthy life, like nothing, she just died of old age. But when they dissected her brain, she had dementia. She had all, she had all these sicknesses. Her, she actually was not, you know, physically, her body was not as healthy as she lived, but because she lived in such a state of gratitude and yes. rhythm and prayer. It's like it overrode her yes. the epigenetics, like genetically just, yes. nope, didn't yes. bypass her. I'm like, man, yes. that'll preach to the presence of God. Yes. She mm -hmm. lived mm -hmm. by the presence mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And so the, the question isn't, how do I cram a little bit of God in my busy life? Right. How do I plan my life around? Yes. What are this. the rhythms mm -hmm. that are sustainable to yes. me and build a sustainable life? What are the rhythms I can adopt? Because if you can't adopt it, it's not going to help. You know, you, you don't get, oh, I'm going to devote myself to an hour of prayer every morning. That's right. Don't, don't start there. <laughs> like you won't sustain it, you know, right, like, right. Like be, be realistic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but you adopt rhythms that you can live by. Yeah. that that are not the rhythms of the world. Yeah. I think I I'm I am challenging our listeners Revelation Wellness community the waking up with the, the name Jesus on your lips. Yeah. I mean, how beautiful is that? First thing on your lips before yes. something's in your on your eyes or in yes. information in your ears. Like just him on your lips. Yes. And the I give everyone and everything to you, yes. Jesus, through, throughout those transition times in your day. Yes. What, what a lighter load and a yes. healing of our soul Yep, that would happen. John, I have to ask this question. What were you like as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> like, what were you like? I want to know, like, were you, yeah, like, was this always in you? Were you no. this type of a? What, no, what? no, no, no. I grew up in an alcoholic home. I had a completely okay. unattached mother, so okay. I was not an attached child. Okay. Uh, had a police record, got kicked out of high school. Wow. My life was healed through union with, with Jesus. Jesus. At what age? Yeah, 19. You were 19 years old. Yeah. And may I ask how old you are now? Yes, 62 in June. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. So that's 40-some years of... Yes. Of yielding your life. Yes, of intimacy with Jesus. Yeah, because yeah. when I when I found him, I wasn't looking for a religion. I had actually right. never been to church in, in my life. I I wasn't looking for a religion. I, I needed God. Yeah. And I want 
I want life with him. I want yes. his, I want his playfulness. I yes. Want his joy. Yes. Yeah. And, and life so, is way more fun and adventuresome when you have the awareness of a living God who yes. wants to be with you and, yes. and have, you know, communion yes. with you all day. Like yes. what a, what a wonderful world it really is, but yes. we're yeah. porous. <laughs> yep. We are. We leak. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I could sit here and listen for so much time. And honestly, I didn't even ask like, these questions. I just <laughs> don't even know, but we know that the book is good. Everyone it's called resilient, restoring your weary soul in these turbulent times. So I know you listen today, it, all the things are in this book and then some to heal our souls, yep. to heal our souls. And so if you're like, well, I don't have a therapist and this, that just get the book, get with Jesus, get the word and you are loved. You're loved. We love you. Thank you for being here. John, before you go, I asked these three ridiculous rapid fire questions. So here we go. You ready? Yep. Coffee, tea, or kombucha? What's your go-to? Oh, I love kombucha. You do too? What do you make your own or you, you purchase? My daughter in law makes it, but mostly it's purchase. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, I'm not coffee tea. I mean, I do it sometimes, but kombucha yeah. i have to yeah i'm a big green me. tea guy yeah uh, I'll, i will cold brew green tea overnight uh, and then i'll have that in the morning the morning yeah. yeah uh favorite way to move your body you know i used to be a runner i'm a walker now yeah yes. um because i want to take in beauty i want yes. to, and if i'm moving too fast i can't you do miss that. it yeah. But I, I will tell you my new my new little addiction is I got a rowing machine. Oh, you did? Fantastic. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And that's because we raft a lot in the oh, summer. Oh, perfect. And, yeah. and row, we, you know, through whitewater yeah. and stuff. So I want to be in shape for that. But I love it. I love moving my body like that. And wild at heart, I'm kind of sidebarring a second. That's still going. These are like you take people into the wild, correct? Yeah, we do. We do a wilderness retreats. We okay. don't do wilderness expeditions. Okay. We do retreats for men and retreats for women. Yeah. Is that where you're rowing and stuff like that? No, no, no. That's just fun. That's just, that's my just play you time. going out yeah. and having fun. Yeah. All right. You are revving, John Eldridge. You are you're active lifestyle. I love it. And last question. Hilarious. You know, I don't know how guys answer this one. Uh, your favorite brand of active wear clothing. Go. Arcteryx. Oh, Arcteryx. Aren't they amazing? Yeah. It's a little, it's a little it's costly. It's pricey, but you get one and that is the one jacket because I have a, yeah. I have two, but yeah. it's the one that you can wear and it adjusts with my temperature. I noticed. Yes. Like I'll put it on and it stays on me all day and it's yes. cold outside. And then I come inside and I'm not hot. It's, yeah. it is really, really intelligent yeah. engineering. Yeah. It's, it's good gear. Yeah. Well. Well done. All right. You all go get the book. You get the book anywhere it is sold. Amazon. Again, it's called Resilient. And John, would you please come back whenever and write another book or so you can come back or if we come to yeah. you and say, John, come help. Yes. Yes. That was fun. That was Our fun. community would love it. Thank you so yeah. much for being You're so here. welcome. You're so welcome. It's been delightful. Thank I love you. your I love your heart for God. I love him so much. I love He is my your everything. He's God. my everything. I yes. have been 
joy, just joy. He gives me great yep. joy. So I think that's yep. why you can call me and I'm like, I'm crying now because I see the love you have for Jesus is the same I have too. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hey friends, we hope you were so blessed by this incredible episode today with Elisa and John. And we want to make sure that you know to be sure to join us today at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as Elisa talks about why you should consider becoming a Revelation Wellness Instructor, even if you don't think you'll ever teach a fitness class. We are about so much more than fitness. All of the details are in the show notes. You can swipe up for the link to get registered for this free webinar. And even if you can't attend in person, you can get the replay. So if you're hearing this episode and it's past 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can still get the replay. Swipe up for the show notes and we will see you in all the places soon. Peace.